Angela Yee, and y'all know I love to travel. Well, my friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. From the amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and gorgeous beaches, USVI has everything you want in a destination, and no passport is required when traveling from the U.S. Start planning your getaway at visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. What's up? It's Angela Yee. And if you know me, you know I have several businesses. Well, one of them had closed down for a little while, but we just reopened it. And that is my juice bar. It's called Nourish Spot BK. And as soon as we reopened, we were really on the clock to find people who can make juices, sandwiches, acai bowls. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Maybe you see the perfect candidate. Well, ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. You can invite your top choices to apply and you can even encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. 
Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, it's way up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Jasmine from the JasmineBrand.com is here. Yes. And we have chairwoman Tremaine Wright. Can I call you that? Yes, indeed you can. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, this is an important thing, and I know you guys are going to be so excited to get some really valuable information. But chairwoman Tremaine Wright is um, the chair for the State Cannabis Control Board. Yes, ma'am. We are here in New York. We're trying to roll out legalized um, cannabis. We're working on regulations and putting the, the rules together so the people that want licenses or to open businesses or even just to purchase something that they can reliably n- trust has been tested and um, grown here in the state. We're doing all of that now. All right. And whoever would have thought this day would come? <laughs> Were you well, surprised? We've been working on it for a while. <laughs> so we've been working on it for a while. I'm going to tell you what the surprise is probably for me is that we really did get a lot of things that we were hoping for. We have found a way to have access points for a lot of people to enter into this marketplace. And we have found a way to make sure that we're prioritizing people who were harmed by the um, prohibition of cannabis. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's really what the surprise is. Yeah. There's a lot of money involved in this. And so there was probably an inkling that we were going to get here and somebody mm-hmm. was going to take advantage of it, but that we've actually found a way in New York State to make sure that the average person has an opportunity, I think that's what the, the a little bit of the surprise and, and the joy is. Yeah, and not just the average person. I mean, statistically, 93% of marijuana arrests were black and Hispanic people, right? Even though we're clearly not 93% of the population and everyone, I feel like, They all uses use it. it. Yeah. Everybody uses it at equal rates. So how do we ensure that this does, um, because we were most affected by it as far as having to go to jail, pay fines, and different things like that. And sometimes I've heard people say capital has been a huge obstacle for people to be able to even partake in this. So how um, and what things are happening to make sure that we can? So I'm going to say I think the first thing is that the law that passed has a two-tiered system. So what we've done is we've broken up the market. We've said that you cannot have a license to do everything from grow to sale. Mm-hmm. We've said you can either be a grower and processor and do distribution, or you can operate on the other side, which is the retail side, where you can sell directly to the public, host, host a consumption space, mm-hmm. or do personal delivery. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and you can't hold licenses. You can't do it all. You, can do all. you can only right. have one license. There you go. Gotcha. You can, you can only have one license. I'm sorry. You can have multiple licenses, but it can only be in one part of the the, the state? trade. So you can be in retail, okay. which is those three licenses. Or you can grow. Or you can be in the production, which is the <laughs> cultivation, processing, and distribution. Okay. And you just got to pick the side. So nobody can dominate the market. And to be clear, right, retail is a hard business, period. It, you know, it a, trust me, I know. Like having a brick and mortar location, having employees, making sure your people that work there aren't stealing, making sure that people from the outside aren't stealing. So what are the rules? Okay, let's talk about this. 
because I think the first thing people think is I want to own a dispensary. But that is very costly, you know, to be able to do that because it's not. What are some of the rules that are in place for people who own dispensaries or, or want to get a license for a dispensary? So everyone in New York State currently who has a dispensary license is a conditional dispensary owner. And what we did in New York State so that we can get it up and running quickly is our legislator came, legislatures came back and they created the conditional program for this state is called seeding opportunity we took hemp farmers and gave them conditional grow licenses as well as processing and then we said people who were harmed by prohibition get the first dispensary licenses Mm -hmm. so they have the conditional dispensaries we currently have issued 215 of those licenses eight of which went to not for profits Mm -hmm. and we have about 15 stores open in the state currently right and i know that's not a lot and it's not enough but that's how we that's what we were doing to get them started we are also, we have a social equity office, an office mm-hmm. of social equity, um, and we have a cultivation mentorship program. We have a, an incubator program for dispensary owners, and we're developing what the rest of our, our um, equity program looks like. Additionally, we have a fund that was created by the state to offer our conditional dispensary licensees funding so that they can actually build out yeah, and that's open the hard their part. stores. That is the hard part. Yeah. And what about even, let's just say, you know how with housing, they might say, okay, you're, we're going to let you build these houses in this area, but a percentage has to be affordable housing or something has to go back to the community. And so for some people, because it's interesting to me to see some of these people who have been so against marijuana and um, now they're investing, right, yes, yes. in marijuana yeah. now that it's legal and they're on the front lines trying to make sure that they take part in this business that clearly um, we can see from other states that have approved uh, recreational marijuana way before us, how much that's added to the economy. But is there anything in place just to help with like people who were arrested before, have been convicted uh, for marijuana use or possession? Uh, is there anything in place to make sure that like they have to give back or any type of nonprofit um, participation they have to do? So built into our law is a mandate that 40% of all of the tax revenue, the tax proceeds collected from cannabis must be reinvested back into communities okay. that were disproportionately harmed during the prohibition. Okay. And that's going to be managed by the um, advisory board that's already being constituted here in our state. They get the opportunity to look at grant applications and then to distribute those funds. So since we just started sales, we have not actually distributed any grants, but we're starting to talk to local communities and say, hey, what would it look like for an investment in your community? What do you need money for? Sometimes it looks like a loan fund so that people can buy homes or open businesses. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it looks like rebuilding um, places that have been abandoned so that people can live there. Right. So we really have a lot of opportunity to decide what it looks like. But additionally, in our law, we always prioritize people who've been harmed and come from communities that have been harmed. So I think that's a really important factor because so long as we have legalization, we're going to need to do a little bit of, I don't I don't like to use restitution because I think that sometimes it's restorative. Okay. But I don't like to, I, I, I like to keep it separate because I think that those, the conversation for um, restitution usually is focused on slavery in America and I don't like to get us mixed up and think people can say like it's one in the same this is really specific mm-hmm. and I think that we're doing some um, reconciliation right and some restorative work here I'm not familiar with the process to actually get a license. What is the process? I mean, just in high level. You don't have to go detail, but what's the process of So getting- we're still working on it, okay. actually. And we just um, issued our 
make a second draft of the regulations about mm-hmm. a week ago, and it is going to be an application form okay. with very simple, you know, requests of inform- personal information and. We'll also ask you for your operating procedures so that we know that you know and understand how to keep your workers safe, your customers yeah. safe, the um, the products clean and uncontaminated so that it's it's a good experience for all New Yorkers, essentially. But it's an application process similar to what people do with uh, the state liquor authority already okay, okay. So i'm in the process know. of that yeah. right and are, is there certain areas that you can that, that people can do dispensaries in certain areas yep that you cannot? the 200 500 rule exists Same in thing cannabis like the liquor yep. what is yeah. that explain that for people that so are. we do not want uh any dispensaries or consumption spaces to be located within 200 feet of a um it's 200 school sorry 200 for a religious institution and 500 feet from a school okay mm-hmm. so you got to make sure if you this is what you want to do make sure that you're even eligible mm-hmm. based on location yeah. um to be able to apply for that license and yes. is that growing too if we're growing too no the grow is something different okay. yeah you and have to have a farm. That's a, those are okay. usually farms. It's going to be a lot of indoor grow. I'm sure because I know I feel like people. Some people do indoor, so I was wondering. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So currently, we are only looking at the forward, the the customer facing businesses mm-hmm. for those rules. Um, but most of the grows will happen probably in more industrial spaces, mm-hmm. which are usually um, secure and away from the public. Now, what about all of these smoke shops that we see everywhere, oh. where you can go in and ask for some weed, but they're not licensed for that, right? They're and I see licensed. them all over the place. They're not real. And then I also see people like this is more of a, an out of state, but they you buy like a sticker and then you get like, and that's illegal in cannabis. New York State as yeah. well. So one, you do not get to trade cannabis for anything <laughs> in New York State unless you have a license. Okay. And we have only distributed uh, two hundred licenses, and only fifteen of them are operational right. at this moment. So there's not a lot. So, so there's only you fifteen go. operation like legal. Places, okay. places to purchase. In, in the state. However, they all get to deliver. So even if they are not in your neighborhood, you can call them up and get deliveries. Okay. Um, so aside from that, these stores that we see popping up, we have recently had an enforcement bill that was passed by our state legislature. They have come to our rescue. They understood that we needed additional tools in the tool chest so that we can address it. Now we have the right to go in and to actually enforce against people who we have not licensed. Okay. So originally the law said you get to regulate the people you give licenses to. They realized all of this was popping up. It hasn't yeah. happened in any other state like this. Yeah, it's New been... York. I was going to say New York is different. I've never seen so many smoke <laughs> shops ever, okay? So now we can go in and enforce against them. We can seize product that is presented as cannabis, whether or not it's actually cannabis, because a lot of these products are laced with other things. Yeah, that's the danger of it. You don't know what it is. Yeah. yeah. And the problem is that people will go there because it's less expensive than going to some place that is licensed. Yeah. You know. And I'm going to say the prices are not that different. So if you are considering making a purchase, please go to one of our licensed facilities because the product is, te- well, it has been tested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is sun-grown product. And I believe, believe me here, y'all, it's been a good crop season. So we have good product <laughs> what, in the What, what defines a good crop season? Like if the weather's good for the growing? Like what is the... So the outcomes are good. <laughs> okay. All right, so cool. yeah, they may have had a tough season actually getting the product out um, to get the produce grown. Mm-hmm. But 
they've had tremendous produce. They are producing great products. Okay. And I think that if people actually go and just try it, they will realize that, you know what, this is the, I'm able to achieve the thing that I wanted with this product. And it could be a sensation, a feeling. It can be a calming. It could be relief. It's something So I have, I have bad cramps. And so I lived in L.A. for years. And I would go to the, we have lots of dispensaries in L.A. And I would go to get these drops that were really helpful. Like a tincture. And, yes. Yep. And, that, and that was more like for a pain thing. But I also smoked too. But it was very good for like cramps and people that had cancer. What We would all come to the same place. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And, and get you know it was helpful it was like medicine to us mm-hmm. and so we've expanded our medical program so if people do want to have some medical conversations and they right. want to have something a little bit more sophisticated or if they need a product blend that's not available in adult use it is available in our medical program and that has been expanded it's so a real thing healthcare, though. right yeah, it's a real uh, thing absolutely yeah. and they and and people people sleep. Need it. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, a lot of people use it for well care. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the conversation. One that we need to also make sure the rest of our community knows about. That they, it's not... It's not the conversation of marijuana of old. This is cannabis of tomorrow. Now, what about CBD products and and THC products? Because, you know, I want to make sure that we also know, because I've seen that for a long time now, right? Even before um, things were being talked about and recreational adult marijuana use has been uh, deemed legal here. But what about that? Like where we see CBD is legal across the country. Okay. okay. So you can use CBD. It can trans, it can go interstate commerce. You can fly with it. You can mail it. You can use CBD all over and it is legitimate. And all of the um, CBD sellers or retailers here in New York state, we just ask them to do a, an online retail registration mm-hmm. and it's a $250 annual registration so that we know that they're selling CBD products okay but it is there and again huge for the wellness community right it's something that we need it's something that people are learning more about every day and CBD is distinct and different from um, THC however the people that are going to be licensed to sell THC products will be able to also carry CBD products okay because THC is a little different it is it's so is that is that legal across the no nation? it is okay. not and you cannot do interstate travel with it and we cannot trade across border state border state lines so all of the products that are purchased in legal shops are grown in their home state, wherever that store is located. And that's part of what I'm saying when we want to introduce people to what has been grown this past season. Right. We want them to come and taste what New York has to offer. So in New York, in order to sell in New York and to get a license, you have to bring in the product from New York. It can't come that's from out of the state. somewhere else. Nope. And bring, okay. No. But New York State is big, too. It's not just that's New York right. City. <laughs> so you can be up in... Upstate. Yeah, yes, upstate indeed. growing. Yes, We've had farmers. We have farmers from the Hudson Valley going all the way west to Buffalo. Yeah. And so they all have got products, and many of their products are already on the shelves here in New York City. Now, so, what happens if you yeah. get caught on a flight with some, you know, you're leaving, you're at JFK, and you went to the dispensary that was legal, and oops, I didn't realize I couldn't bring this. Then it's a federal issue, because Ooh. those are... <laughs> like, like, it's beyond me. It's beyond, nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> It's beyond me. Yeah, I was gonna say you mentioned you hit the airport's property. I have definitely That's accidentally it. flown with something before. Have you, Angela? Not accidentally. Not. not <laughs> no, and L, you know, LA is very. Is it on purpose? You know, I've That's accidentally right. brought I like. I feel like they don't make it that big a deal. I've, they've never said, any, but it's always been. I'm an not accident. encouraging it. No, but I'm not I'm just either. Saying, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Don't. I'm glad it was an accident. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to make any mistakes. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, but I actually really too many mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't, it's beyond me at this point. I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> because I don't want you to land in a state that's not so friendly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's We're right. friendly here. That's it. <laughs> Clearly. Now, when it comes to other bi- businesses that you can get into that have to do with marijuana, because I always tell people there's a lot that you can do around that. You don't have to think about just being a dispensary. Uh, yeah, a dispensary, or you don't have to think about just growing. There's other things that you can do. Let's talk about other opportunities. Wow. I'm, this is what excites me about cannabis because I think that this is where we are going to see New York just take flight. This is where we're going to start to see the New York experience. Um, currently, we have one store that just opens, which is a home furnishing store. <laughs> it's a cannabis retailer, okay. but it is home furnishing and it's an experience when you walk in. <laughs> Why? Because how do you live your life with cannabis? Okay. When you want something that's going to revive you or make you feel relaxed, you want to see colors, you want to have sensations. That's what life is about. So how do I incorporate it into the business that I already do? I grow capacity for what I already do. That business, if I'm a if I'm a cleaner, I want to clean the spaces that sell cannabis. If I'm a marketer, I want to market your cannabis. If I do communications, I want to create the communications package that you're going to use for social media and Mm -hmm. for print. I want to make sure that we're growing the spaces that we are already in before we think about picking up something new. People that deal in, f- that manage food businesses. What about bakers and infu- stuff? I was going to yeah. say, they can do My infusions brother. Mm-hmm. and blends. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm... <laughs> I was going to somebody's juice bar regularly up until um, I, my schedule didn't permit. And you can imagine juice being yeah. a space where it's, yeah. it's juiced into Our the coffee. blend, into the coffee. I would love to have it in some goods. of my um, butters and stuff that I there use. There you go. Just and for like. We have a, a whole host of wellness and beauty people who are already working on products. Like I was just at an expo here a few blocks away and it was talking about how luxury is meeting cannabis and it was all about (laughs) products that are going to make your life better. Things that are going to improve. What has been your own personal experience? So I'm going to say I'm not I'm not a smoker. Mm -hmm. I'm not really into cannabis. I like as for personal use. I'm definitely one of the people that uses it for wellness. Like I love a cream. Mm -hmm. I love paint. The CBD and THC rubs. I was running for a while. As I'm getting older and heavier, my body does not respond the same. Mm -hmm. I use that regularly. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's really where I've sat. I've also used some of it to help us aid in sleeping. Right. That's and what I, that's my thing. Yeah. For but it, I'm gonna say largely those yeah. tend to be more C B D blends. Yes. They might yeah. have a little bit of THC in it, but also starting to know and understand what those blends are. I think that that's part of the learning process. But I'd like to believe myself to be as more of an herbalist. Like mm-hmm. I like to know if I need a yarrow for something or if I need to have a cannabis for <laughs> it. It's and I think that that's part of the the education that most of us need right? because we need to start to understand what is this going to be useful for for me like my brother uses it every single day mine too and I don't think that he <laughs> yeah mine too I don't think yeah, that he too. managed it he was able to manage without yeah. it but I think that we use it for sleep we use it for anxiety we yeah. use it for pain we you Sometimes we use it just so that we can have a sense of calm and um, ease. And I feel like all of it makes sense. Some use it for appetite. Yep, for appetite. Mm -hmm. And we need it. Now, when it comes to taxing, right, because I've heard a lot of people discuss in other markets just um, having marijuana, recreational marijuana for sale, but then not realizing, like, how much they had to pay in taxes and pay for this and pay for that, pay for security. There's a lot of expenses that come with it, right, because people are also using it to boost the economy. That's right. Where you are. So what are some things that you would say to people who are getting into this business that they should be aware of? I think that they all need to have a real business plan. 
And I don't mean a plan that somebody else wrote for them Mm -hmm. and told them, oh, here are some good numbers. I think that they need to sit down with their numbers and know and understand what is the interplay between, say, their rents, their insurances, their employee costs, um, the product costs. And and what's in my product mix? Mm -hmm. Because when a crop goes bad Mm -hmm. and you're not able to get a certain product as a result of it, where are you going to make purchases and where, where does it make sense to make purchases later on down the line? Those are the kind, that's the, that's how intimately people have to know their business. Right. And I don't think that a lot of folks are approaching it from that perspective. They just think that they think it's going to be fun. Yeah. And as you just said, retail is not fun. So I need people to really realize that there are a lot of costs involved in doing business. And then they need to sit with their accountants so that they can know and understand after I've made money and I've paid my costs, how am I reporting my money? What should I be reporting or how should I be spending the excess of my money so that it makes sense for the bottom line? Or I should be smoking your own stuff. <laughs> Stressed out. Right. <laughs> right. And just wondering what's next. And this this can be our next and we can really be growing some big healthy businesses as a result. So where do you see this, say, five years from now? Because I know you're looking, we talked about business plans. Part of that is also looking to the future and what Mm -hmm. things will look like. What do you predict? So I like to think that in 10 years, we're going to see federal legalization. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'd say in five years, what I'm thinking here in New York, we have a robust market by that time. And what I'm imagining is that we have started to define what a New York experience looks like with cannabis. I think that we're going to see a lot of uh, consumption spaces, Mm -hmm. um, consumption licenses. And I think that we're going to start to define the same way we defined, uh, say, the consumption of liquor and music with our club scene and everything. I think we're going to start to see something similar in the with that utilize cannabis. Like coffee shops in Amsterdam. Yes. Because I've definitely been to some of those and that's so mm. long ago. <laughs> how, you how, can't have liquor and... Um, we can't have liquor and cannabis oh, in the same no. space. You can't. Okay. However, there's a whole product, there are so many product lines at this moment that do sophisticated cocktails without any alcohol in it. Okay. So we can expand our, the way we're thinking about it and we can think about what a cocktail means and what it means to have a drink Okay. Just like one of my favorite places that sells, well, cannabis product, they actually only sell CBD, does infused yoga. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we are getting ready to experience the New York cannabis okay. experience. Because I know people who are like, I smoke, but I don't really drink like that. Yes. Yeah. You know? usually people, yeah, some people usually do either or. They're not yeah. really into both of them. Both mm-hmm. of them is like, okay, you're going overboard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get too crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, well, I'm glad that you came up here to, to get all of these things out just because yeah. I know there's so many questions about it. And I do want to encourage people, if you're not um, in the position right now to be able to get a dispensary, there's other things, like you said, that you can do. You know, you can market. You can also come up with products that people can use. Yes, indeed. And like you said, a home goods store, which mm-hmm. is really nice, CBD products, other different ways that you can be involved and profit off of this because you have to think with dispensaries opening if you have a delivery service there's a way that you can also partake in delivery if you do online you know Mm -hmm. that people are going to need all of those different services and so it's a perfect time if you're an entrepreneur to come up with some ways to incorporate and and take part in this business yeah I would just want to also encourage people go to our website cannabis.ny.gov they can get information on our our proposed regulations any guidance that's available if people want to talk to their kids about cannabis Mm -hmm. and try to develop what that language looks like we have tools for parents on there as well Um, we're running a why buy legal campaign it'll help our communities that are concerned with 
the oversaturation of these smoke shops, how do they address it and how do they educate one another so that people know what to look for so that they're not going into these spaces so that we can make sure that people are not getting sick. Yeah, because it could be yeah. pesticides. Yeah, that's and, not good. Yeah, all mm-hmm. kinds of, you don't know what's in it. Like yeah. we said, you know, fentanyl was a big problem. Yes. It's still yeah. a problem. Yeah. So you just want to make sure you're going to places that are licensed. And you can see the list, right, yes. of, of licensed dispensaries. On cannabis.ny.gov, we have all of the information. We also have our board meetings that are streamed live. So if you want to watch and see what the deliberative po- process looks like for regulations or if you're worried about someone's license that's coming before us, you get the opportunity to, to um, listen in. Those meetings are no joke, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Chairwoman Tremaine. Right, we really appreciate it. Thank We're going to keep on checking in with you if there's any big news or things happening. Just because I like to go right to the source. Thank you, and I'm available anytime. Right. Best eyes on. <laughs> Way up. It's Angela Yee, and y'all know I love to travel. Well, my friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. From the amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and gorgeous beaches, USVI has everything you want in a destination, and no passport is required when traveling from the U.S. Start planning your getaway at visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. Your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.